Our gospel reading this morning is from Matthew chapter 16, verses 21 through 28. Please stand if you are able for the reading of the gospel. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the things of God, but the things of men. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will find it. What good will it be for a man if he gains the whole world, yet forfeits his soul? Or what can a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. I tell you the truth. Some of you who are standing here will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. So how would you describe that moment when you first realized that God loved you? That God had a plan for your life? I have a question for you. Have you ever been betrayed by a friend? Have you ever betrayed Jesus Christ? The two texts that you've heard in your hearing today reveal a truth that we sometimes overlook. We are constantly discovering what it means to be instruments that are set apart for the work of God's kingdom here on earth. From Moses asking the question of God, who am I? And not receiving an answer, but is informed by God that God is with Moses to the disciple Peter, believing that he knows who he is and what his role is only to be called by Jesus, Satan. What can we disciples of Jesus Christ discover about ourselves that will assist us to grow more into the image and likeness of Jesus Christ? Let us pray. Loving Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart please you on this day, for truly you are our strength and our redeemer. Amen. As we look at these two texts, I want you to remember the following. First and foremost, that the cross is central to Christianity, and the cross represents the suffering and death of Jesus Christ. 
I want you to remember on today as we look at these texts that discipleship is an ongoing learning process. We disciples are to continue to grow in order to understand the nature and mission of Jesus Christ. Peter's response to Jesus indicates that Peter had not adequately understood or accepted the way of Jesus, the way that not only includes suffering and death, but also resurrection, the triumph of God over the forces of darkness and evil. These texts today remind us that following Jesus requires us to take up our cross. In other words, our discipleship requires our losing our life for the sake of God as revealed in Jesus. This is a specific demand placed upon those of us who are disciples of Jesus Christ. We must be willing to surrender our own self-centered ambitions goals and lifestyles for the way of life demonstrated by Jesus. This requires, beloved, our searching the scriptures and reading and studying God's word. Being disciples of Jesus Christ will require us to be just as vulnerable, just as involved in God's world with those who are viewed as the outcast, the invisible, and the vulnerable, as well as the oppressed, as Jesus Christ was. And Jesus Christ's mission, because it was to go to all of the world to demonstrate the nature and love of God, we too, as Jesus' disciples, are called to do the same. Now, for those of you disciples that believe that there is no hope for you, that God cannot use you any longer because of your past, I want to remind you and the rest of us that although this was not the only time that Peter misunderstood what it meant to be a follower, a disciple of Jesus Christ, you, you do recall, as recorded in John chapter 15, chapter 18, verses 15 and following, that it was Peter who denied Jesus three times. It was the same Peter who, after having an encounter with the risen Jesus Christ in John chapter 21, verses 15 and following, and was reconciled to Jesus, sought forgiveness for, from, from Jesus, and was reconciled to Jesus, goes on to be a leader in the early church, preaching on the day of Pentecost. It was the same Peter who shared the good news of Jesus Christ on three missionary journeys. Yes, this same Peter reminds you and reminds all of us that though we fail at times as disciples of Jesus Christ, our failures do not dictate our futures. That we as disciples of Jesus Christ can seek forgiveness knowing that we've been forgiven, and then we can move on, continuing to be that disciple of Jesus Christ. One of my favorite verses is 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. 
So Jesus' response to Peter, who last week was referred to as the rock that has now become a stumbling block, a stumbling block that resembles the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness by Satan, the temptation that Satan posed to Jesus to have Jesus to impose Jesus' will over God's will. It's not a response that is to prevent us disciples, that response that Jesus gave to Peter. It is not a response that is to prevent us disciples from stepping out and proclaiming what we have comprehended about Jesus Christ based on our faithfulness. No, we are to remember that we are lifelong learning disciples being taught by Jesus Christ, the one who continues to teach and to reveal to us his truth. our faithfulness to the call of discipleship, even in the midst of our messing up, misunderstanding what God is, I'm sorry, misunderstanding who God is or is not and what God is doing or is not doing in our midst through Jesus Christ is what matters. Let me repeat that. Our faithfulness to the call of discipleship even in the midst of our messing up, misunderstanding what God is or is not doing in our midst through Jesus Christ is what matters. So the call today is this. Let us be faithful as disciples of Jesus Christ no matter what as disciples of Jesus Christ who continue to grow, who continue to make mistakes, who continue to deny self and pick up our cross, we still pledge allegiance to our Lord Jesus Christ as revealed in God's word. We will continue to follow him, Jesus Christ, remembering and reciting the covenant that is known as the Wesleyan Covenant Prayer. And so I invite you now to turn to that prayer that is found in your bulletin. And let us pray together, and it is also on the screen. I am no longer my own, but thine, put me to what thou wilt, rank me with whom thou wilt, put me to doing, put me to suffering, let me be employed for thee, or laid aside for thee, or brought low to thee. Let me be full, let me be empty, let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and heartily yield all things to thy pleasure and disposal. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thou art mine and I am thine, and so be it.
and the covenant which I have made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Amen. The same Jesus Christ who was crucified, died, buried, raised from the dead, and is forever interceding on our behalf. Jesus, our intercessor, invites us to come to his table, a table where all are welcome, all who repent of their sins and who seek to live in peace with one another. And so prepare now to come to the Lord's table. 